Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories, and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thanks for being here with me today. I appreciate you so much. I'm so grateful for the time that we get to be able to be together here on the radio um, talking about you living and thriving as an entrepreneur. It is such a miracle, such a blessing to be able to thrive with you, to share with you, and to really dive deep into so many exciting things. You know, Henry Ford has a quote. He said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And that's so powerful. I mean, Henry Ford was a man of innovation and did some things that others had never thought of, not because there weren't cars that were already in existence, but they were all manually put together one at a time. And the concept of creating the assembly line in that form, um, there were other people that were doing assembly type of stuff as well, but not in manufacturing and um, you know it, it has revolutionized literally our world because he had that little engine that could think I can mentality in life and that's so important for us thoughts are powerful what we think we do and more importantly than that though the thoughts that we focus on the thoughts that we allow, but also the direction that we take our mind. You see, the difference between being happy and grumpy is all between your ears. It is a mind game. Now, yes, stuff happens. Very real, hurtful things that are going to uh, you know, impact you. Absolutely. But the way that we think about things... The way that we approach it in our brain, that, that makes such an immense difference because really when you take a look at life and you begin to understand the power of having fun, of laughing, of, you know, making jokes and being funny and having humor as a part of your life and what you do and the way that you show up in this world, it makes you a more powerful person. The way that we approach the things, even some of the things in life that can be embarrassing, the things in life that we don't normally speak of, the more that we can really truly be able to look at those things and say, hey, you know, I can see the humor in that. I can find the joy in that. I can choose how I'm going to think and feel. And it is an instant. Um, it often takes time and work. Um, and some things need to get worked through. And even sometimes we need to have 
Um, you know, an expert help us through it. And that's okay. All of it is. But we have to understand that our thinking is powerful. And when we learn to pull into submission our thoughts and we begin to control the direction our brains go rather than allowing our brains to control the direction that we go, then we can really start showing up powerfully all the time in the world. Now, that's not to say that you're going to live in Shangri-La and that nothing bad's ever going to happen, but it's more a matter of after something that is difficult to deal with happens, what are you then next going to do with that thought? This is what we want to talk about in both a fun way as well as a practical way today. As we continue on our search, as we are wanting, hoping, wishing, and working towards being a thriving entrepreneur, let's do a break and then come right back. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity, and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far, and then it just fell off the face of the planet, kind of feeling go to yourbestsellertoday.com schedule a talk with steve it's risk-free it's guaranteed it's proven we've done it thousands of times what are you waiting for yes yourbestsellertoday.com this time next week you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve reach the people that you came to serve come on now what are you waiting for grab a pen here we go all you got to do is book a call yourbestsellertoday.com go to yourbestsellertoday.com book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today as we talk about the power of what we think. Our thinking is so powerful and we can shape our thinking. Shaping our thinking is really imperative and really important. For this first interview, I really wanted to have some fun. I've been playing around with some technology. You know me, I love technology. And um, I was challenged to try something new and so I did. And so with this guest, um, we both did the interview as well as live streamed it on my Facebook page. You're welcome to go, you know, to the Steve Kid, uh, you know, just regular personal profile page and see this interview as we were doing it live on Facebook Live. But I wanted you to be able to get all the content from this. It's a fun new way of approaching things, a great way to look at some of the things that we sometimes don't discuss, but that when we think about it and we approach it in a fun and inventive way, we can really have a lot of fun and we can thrive even in the silliest of things. Hello, my live stream friends and family. How are you today? 
going to do something fun. We're going to actually record a radio interview live. So join me in welcoming Rose Simmons. Hey, Rose, how are you doing today? Simons, but that's okay. Simons. I'm fine. <laughs> I mess everybody's names up. How are you today, Rose? I'm good. So I'm going to move this in front so I can see here. All right. So tell us a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. I am a health coach and uh, I am also a massage therapist, uh, but I'm kind of weaning out of that and doing more health coaching online currently. Perfect. So, I mean, with COVID, obviously you're not doing a lot of massages, I bet, these days. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of stuff do you help people with online? Um, weight loss, diet, nutrition, um, in general, getting healthier uh, so they can enjoy their later years. If they have um, chronic uh, diseases or problems, um, helping them um, cope with them and, and uh, you know, get out of them if possible. And you have a really fun book. Show yes. us the cover of your book. Is it there still where you can? Yes. The there Joy of Flatulations or Flatulence. All right. Yes. So you got to tell us. Look who it's by. By Tootsie Fowl Wind. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's great. So um, for somebody who doesn't know what flatulence is, um, tell people what that is so that they know what we're talking about. Well, there are many terms and to uh, not offend anybody, I have not used the term fart in it anywhere. <laughs> so, but there, uh, but there are many other terms for flatulence and uh, like uh, adiphorous leakings <laughs> and other things. But um, yes, this is a brainchild that was um, eight years ago, I published this and it took me three years to make it, to think it up. Wow. So, yeah. So um, yeah, tell us more about it. I, well, uh, I grew up in New York State with uh, six brothers. I was the only girl. And so a family of nine. And so I know all about flatulence. <laughs> it's just, you know, it was everywhere. And uh, so I remember one time, and uh, this is on the back of the book, that uh, I remember being in the back of a bus. And if anybody's ever rode a bus to school, you know what I'm talking about. But anyways, um, one summer we all went somewhere and uh, all the people all of a sudden in the front of the bus started quickly opening their windows, gasping for air. And it was then that I saw this green ominous cloud float up and, and ever slow, slowly drift back towards me seeking to find me out. And it was then that I see my younger brother, he just sheepishly looks over the back of the seat with a great big grin from ear to ear. So I know it was him. And uh, so every time I even think about that, though, is just like it happened the other day and, uh, you know, it makes me smile. So. What are you hoping that uh, people will get from the book? What, what's the book uh, intending to help people with? Well, it is just not your ordinary book because I did the three years included research. And this is 
full color all the way through. And it isn't just um, showing different types of flatulence. It's uh, actually taking you from being a child where it's wonderful. I mean, have no problem with passing gas to where you have adults or teenagers, you know, that remember the uh, underarm. <laughs> and then you get the old person that, uh, oh, I remember my dad telling us to pull his finger. And, <laughs> but then it, it helps solve the energy crisis. Yes. So in ways that you'd never would imagine. <laughs> and everyone gets to join the United Federation of Flatulence, right? You put your name there for your contribution in the to the energy crisis by delivering us from oil consumption to homegrown renewable putane. <laughs> but anyway, a lot more in besides me. And, uh, so yes, it's just the idea that uh, to make an embarrassing situation bring to light and everybody does it. So, hey, might as well enjoy it, right? Absolutely. Oh, that's so much fun. So where can people get the book at? It is on Amazon and I looked it up just before this and uh, I am rated 193,743 in humor. <laughs> But I am at the top of the list. <laughs> so that was cool. I have a 4.5 star rating. And uh, anyways, but well, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to make your book a bestseller and get the bestseller seal on it. Yes. Well, it is the number. It is the best smeller already. All right. <laughs> or maybe the worst smeller. <laughs> yes, I wanted to make it a, a scratch and sniff book, but they wouldn't let me. It was oh, too much. <laughs> that would have been so fun. Or maybe not. <laughs> We'd definitely bring the house down for sure. <laughs> mm, absolutely. So, you know, there's so much going on these days, um, especially with COVID and stuff. What are some things that people can do uh, to help them live a little bit healthier right now during all this that's going on? Well, number one, stay hydrated um, because your brain won't work right if you're dehydrated and you basically turn into a little prune and uh, nothing works. Digestion, elimination, um, all that. So hydration is key. And uh, exercise, not necessarily going out and running marathons, but just get outside, get some fresh air if you can. And uh, walking, you know, that's great. Uh, getting your sleep at night, not staying up all night binge watching on Netflix or whatever <laughs> that you've seen 10 times over already because nothing's new is out there. Um, so yeah, just those three things and eating healthy as you can. Um, so those are the things. And then I have, uh, if they go to YouTube, I, of course I, I am Tootsie Fowl Wind on Amazon, but I'm Rose Simons <laughs> with Rose's Health and Wellness on YouTube or Facebook. And, uh, so I have a, a slew of videos 
for people that people can follow and they're free to watch. Just go watch them and uh, all kinds of things that you it'll help you uh, fix your electrical system, um, uh, little exercises to get your brain turned on or the hearing part of your brain or all kinds of neat stuff. What would you say is the number one thing that when you're dealing with people they're struggling with? Consistency. I mean, they, they want to do something better for themselves, but then there's so much out there that's crazy, you know, and people say, well, you could just take this one little thing and drop 40 pounds and, you know, and now nah. to be healthy is work. And you put some work into it, but you do it when, by being educated on how to take care of yourself. If you, you know, it's the best way to do it. Learn and just step by step, do one thing every day. And when that gets to be old hat, then add something else in. And that way you make it um, not just a flash in the pan um, experience, but a lifetime achievement. And then you can continue that because it's a way of life. So. You mean there isn't a pill I can take that would just help me immediately drop all the weight I need and you know live perfectly healthy? Well, there's all kinds of stuff out there, but the side effects and then bouncing back. If a person loses a lot of weight quickly, um, chances are they won't have changed their mindset to keep it off. And so therefore, I know people who have had... Um, uh, bypass surgery and but they, nothing ever changes diet wise or anything else and then within a year they're right back to where they were and you know you have all the consequences in between of almost dying because of rupturing this or that and you have to be on a special diet when your stomach is tiny um, so I mean for what and then you have all this skin hanging so but I will tell you this I've lost uh, 15 pounds most people you know in the cosmic universe, if somebody loses 10 pounds, somebody gains it, right? Okay, well, I've lost 15 in the past six months, so somebody out there has got my 15, right? Hopefully it's not you. And, <laughs> but anyways, um, but if you do it nice and slow and easy, then any of that stuff that's hanging that's not so nice, just kind of absorbs back in and goes away and it's pretty cool. But if you do it quick, man, now nah, they want to cut you because you're all hanging and nasty looking and everything. So it's better to just do it slow, get healthy and change your evil ways once you get educated. But you have to get educated first on mm -hmm. how to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's absolutely. where I come in. <laughs> so if a person wants to work with you, whether it be on their diet or just health in general, how would a person get in contact with you? Um they can go to roseshealthandwellness.com, uh, I believe. And uh, I'm on Facebook. I guess that's the best place to look me up. And there's um, links that you can go to that you can give me a call and uh, we can do a Zoom consult for free for half hour and uh, we can see if we're a good, you know, match, if I can help you, the individual, and uh, we go from there. Oh, 
I just lost you. <laughs> That's what happens when you don't unmute yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so awesome. Rose, I really appreciate you spending some time with us here on the show today. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> you did a good job. Wasn't that fun? We really had a lot of fun doing that. Um, I'm in a class that's talking about using video more in your business and stuff. And Rose is another one of the people in that class. And the teacher was like, you guys need to do that. You need to do that right now. And so we scheduled it right then. That was like on a Monday. We scheduled it for Saturday. And that was last Saturday. Um, and I brought that to you right here, right now. I wanted to share that with you. The way that we use our mind in things, even when we're thinking about stuff like flatulence, you know, it happens. The way that we approach that, we can either be embarrassed or it can be something fun and funny. And you can write the number one best smeller. Oops, sorry, that's already been written. Um, and have a lot of fun. Even in those awkward of things, you can live as a thriving entrepreneur. Let's take another commercial break and then we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Schedule a talk with Steve. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Your thinking is so powerful. And today we are talking about how you can have powerful thoughts because, you know, the things that you think, those are the things that become in what you're doing in life. Um, I'm really excited to bring to you this next guest to really be able to talk about how you can powerfully use your mind and your thoughts to empower yourself and really live all the time thriving in your life and in your business. Join me in welcoming Bob Doyle. Hey, Bob, how are you today? I'm doing great today. Thanks for asking. You caught me on a great day. Oh, good. I'm glad that we didn't get you on a down day. <laughs> yeah, that would have been terrible for this. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Uh, well, you know, since the new uh, new book and movie is called Hall Thoughts Become Things, um, you know, I guess that would have been really bad, huh? <laughs> That's right. We wouldn't have wanted to be basking in negative thinking today. No kidding. So, so much you've done. Um, give us just the like, you know, 50,000 foot level for people who don't know who Bob Doyle is. Tell us a little bit about you. 
Okay, well, I'm, I am probably best known out in the world as being one of the teachers featured in the film and book, The Secret. And I've been teaching law of attraction and sort of doing that kind of conversation for about 20 years. And before that, though, I was a broadcaster and uh, was, you know, planning a career in radio and voiceover and things like that. And that's all come around now, you know, full circle with the technology we have today. I can do the Bob Doyle show and I can do voiceover and all of these things. Uh, plus do all the sort of uh, secret related stuff. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm definitely out there in the world coaching these principles and talking about them. Uh, but I'm also doing a lot of creative stuff out there. I, you know, the Bob Doyle show and things related to that are mostly entertainment uh, related. So I'm really about creative self-expression period. And that's what I really like to help people with in my coaching is to, you know, get them in touch with who did, who it is they truly want to be and let them just sort of be that full out and really express themselves. Um, and so that's, that's pretty much what I'm about, whether I'm working or I'm playing. It was really interesting because, you know, as I was looking up the notes I had and stuff for the interview, um, I just typed in your name like I normally do with most of my guests. And I kept hitting all of these quotes from Bob Doyle, from different coaches and stuff that I follow. Um, it was kind of interesting. So you've been heard of by a few people at least. <laughs> okay, good. I will write that down. Yeah, I've been heard of. Go. Yeah, you've been heard of a little bit. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I've gotten a chance to meet with some of you from How Thoughts Became Things. Tell me a little bit about what brought that about. So because I was in The Secret, obviously, and since Doug Ramirez, who produced the thing, uh, knows a lot of us, and we've worked together on previous projects, when he conceptualized this movie, it made sense to try to get a bunch of us together, because that seems like a, a cool idea, and then bring in some, some other voices. So, you know, I was just a, sort of a natural person to ask about this. The, the timing of it is great, because the, the teaching I've done in this area has mostly been around law of attraction. And then that means all the energy and the vibration conversation and kind of that stuff that a lot of people sort of classify as woo woo. I've always, you know, tried to ground it. That's been sort of my voice of like, Hey, I'm just a normal guy. Let me try and make some sense out of all this energy stuff. But recently I've really put my focus on basically our brain and our wiring and, and why we be the way we be um, as individuals. And then, and then really focusing on how changeable that is. And in, in terms of the movie, how that wiring determines our thoughts and feelings, which of course then translates into the creation of our reality. And you can look at that and, and, and in the film, I think I address, you know, that there is that sort of that woo-woo energetic part that I've been talking about for years. But, but also, you know, when you change your wiring, when you change your brain, you change and you change your thoughts, you're going to change the actions that you take and thus how the world responds to you. So there's a very practical level to this whole conversation. It's not just all about everything is energy, even though it is. <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, it's really fun for me because I've been in the community long enough to see this next, I don't even want to call it a step, leap, um, space flight, you know, whatever, <laughs> that how thoughts become things really takes from what the secret started. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that. I mean, it's, I think that it is a, it is a very logical follow-up conversation to the secret. 
And, you know, the secret was what it was. And it did, I think it did what it was supposed to do. And that is, of course, to bring a lot of awareness to, hey, you know, you got a little bit more control over this than you think. And, and did the best to give some basics out and all that, but obviously it couldn't be fully complete. And, and, and there are lots of different people out there and they process that, types of informa- that type of information differently. And there's you know, logical or analytical people who've never had a metaphysical conversation or thought before. No, there's nothing wrong with that. They just haven't. So this kind of, this kind of conversation seems like it's just, it's too, it doesn't fit with their wiring. It's so it's, it's not as easy to accept, whereas other people who have grown up with that kind of thinking, they're going, oh, yeah, I've always known this and all of that. It's just there's nothing wrong with the people who don't get it or who don't assimilate the information the way the secret gave it. But it doesn't change the fact that, <clears throat> excuse me, we do have control over our experience of reality a lot more than we than we claim. And so this movie, How Thoughts Become Things, makes it way more practical. There's not there's not really too much woo-woo. There's a couple of great uh, things in there that that talk about the energetic part of this, uh, but that was you know ninety nine point nine percent of the secret, and it's just a small part of this one, which is way more, you know, again, just more practical in terms of in, just about anybody can understand it. We're not asking anybody to take wild leaps of faith at all. Love that. So, I know one of the biggest problems you've probably ran into yourself that a lot of the teachers in the book, The Secret, ran into was people that, for example, sign up for their programs, just waiting for the universe to manifest that giant check that they know now is coming. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then the check never comes. Uh, So can you help people, you know, really understand what is the piece that was missing that didn't just, you know, have, I know he's passed, but Epic Man show up at your door and you know, present you a great big check. It's, it's all, there's, there's so much going on and it's different for every single person. And that's why these, these types of questions were always, you know, they're tricky because it really depends on the individual, especially when we're talking in the, in terms of resistance and internal wiring, things that cannot be seen from the outside and often are not in, even understood by the person themselves. Like they don't know about the stuff that goes on in them that makes them either take or avoid taking action when they need to be taking action to make this thing that they're visualizing happen. This is a dance. You know, we're, as creators, we're creating this vision for ourselves and, and we're impressing it out there into the universe and, and invisibly, things are happening, but, but, you know, to, to sort of orchestrate synchronicities or whatever, but, but also on a practical level, who you're becoming as a result of these new thoughts should be changing your behavior and the action you're taking. If you're not changing your behavior or action, you're not moving energy any differently. Things aren't going to change for you. The, The reason that you have what you have in your life, whatever the situation is, is because you've been being how you've been being, all this time. You've been making decisions. You've been taking action or not taking action. You have beliefs about what you're capable of. All of this is programmed wiring and it's different for every single person. And then they watch it. So you watch, and it's years and years of this. So then people watch a movie like The Secret or they hear about it and they think, oh, I'm just going to do this thing and it's going to change. Wiring the wiring in your brain that allows you to process things, make meaning out of things, decide what action to take or not, or even what vision to have has been being put in place for decades. 
And it is so in there that it doesn't seem like wiring to you. It just seems like truth, how the universe is, but everybody sees it differently. So if you're going to change your circumstances, you're going to change who you're being. That means changing your wiring, which doesn't happen overnight. And so the, you know, the people saying that it doesn't work, they didn't, they, so few people give this a real chance at all. Some people can, can, can manifest quote unquote things very quickly because they just, they already don't have a lot of resistance. They just need a little tweak in their wiring, a little tweak in how they perceive a little thing. And then they act differently. Something happens differently and things manifest for them. Other people, the, the wiring in place is way more complex. It's going to take more time and people just stop too soon. So I have what might be a deep question. Maybe you'll be like, that's really easy. But hmm. we go through life, you know, and stuff happens. We were in a great place. Our wearing was pretty good, at least. Um, you know, and then stuff happens in our life, and we forget or intentionally wear ourselves really messed up. Is the old wearing still in there, and it just needs to be reconnected, or did we rip it out completely and we have to start from scratch? No, see, so here's what, everything is a wave. Everything in the universe, energy, everything is a wave. There's ups and downs. So it's a cyclical thing. Now, where we get into trouble is we don't, we put meaning and make meaning out of these waves. And if, if we get feedback from something that doesn't fit with our expectation that has been created by humans and how they want things to be, not how they are. If things don't show up that way, then we turn our thoughts against ourselves and we say, oh my God, it's not working. It's failing. It's breaking apart. I'm losing everything. I had it all and now it's gone. And all of this stuff, we're just responding to our environment. But the more that we then cling to that type of wiring or, or those types of thoughts, which are highly emotional and the more emotional they are, the really the faster the wiring can take place. You know, we, we, and then, and then especially if they validated old belief systems that you were trying to do and that wiring just gets reactivated, you know, it's, it's, they're just reacting. They're reacting to wiring. And so the number one skill that I'm teaching people now is to learn, is to recognize that they're reacting. And when they make meaning out of something that makes them feel disempowered or bad, it is literally a choice that they don't know that they have. You know, we've learned how to respond in these situations. And and if society tells us we should be pissed off because this didn't happen on our timetable, then that's what we do. But it's not required that we get angry. It's not required that we say, oh, I guess this means the universe doesn't want us to do it, which I hear all the time, which is so ridiculous. Everything that we learn to do in life worth doing, walking, talking, it all took a lot of trial and error, emphasis on the error. And yet somehow when it comes to and, and it's perfectly normal and we accept it. We just do it. We just keep going. So the wiring takes place and now we can do it. But when it comes to our own personal development or changing our abundance level, or something, somehow we think it needs to be magically fast. No, this exact same thing has to happen. You need, you do repeated behavior, repeated thoughts. You keep the vision of this is what I want. This is why I want it. So you keep going and then change takes place. It's actually so simple, but our programming has got us stopping ourselves at every moment that we that uh, an expectation isn't met and we you know either make more truths about how we can't do something or we're not supposed to do something or, or we give up or whatever but in those moments we actually have a choice to go what would the more empowered version of me do right now 
the one who's going to succeed, the one who's already got all of this, the one whose goals have been achieved, how are they handling the situation right now? Are they telling themselves that the universe doesn't want it or, oh, I guess I should quit? No, hell no, they're not doing that. They're going to keep going. They're going to take the feedback and they're going to keep going. And the, every time they do that, instead of doing the old way, they're creating new wiring and the old wiring is withering. So it's about really clear on being really clear on who am I in this new vision of mine? It, you know, if I want to be more loved, if I want to be more wealthy, if I want to be healthier, whatever it is, what does that look like? What does that feel like? And how can I start being that starting right now, even without the external circumstances having changed yet? Wow, I'm feverishly writing notes here while I'm trying to also listen to the interview and be a good interviewer. <laughs> um, so can you talk a little bit more about the connection between the emotion and the wiring? Well, yeah, I think, you know, trauma, when we have a traumatic event, and look, I am the very, very clear caveat, I'm no brain scientist. So I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to pretend, but I, but in terms of the emotion, I think we can all relate to this. When we have a traumatic moment in our lives, it could be a broken heart. It could be a tragic accident. It could be something like that, just something jarring. It could even be a divorce or some, something that is traumatic and highly emotional. The wiring that takes place then seems to happen pretty fast and go pretty deep, you know, a lot faster than just if you're just repeating affirmations over and over without a lot of real emotion, it'll eventually hold, but that something about the emotion just makes it run deep. And so, you know, and that's why like PTSD and things is so extreme and how little things that remind us of a time, a smell, anything like that, those that, that, that where there was strong emotion. I mean, it just comes flooding back because that wiring is so strong. So the stronger you can create emotion around who you want to be and why, and what you're, what you're, going to contribute on this planet, the more emotional you can get about it, you know, the, the, the stronger the wiring will take place. And, and ideally, you will get emotional about it. I mean, I, you know, ideally, stepping into a vision of yourself that is bigger than anything you've ever dared dream before, but at least have the capability of dreaming, you know, seeing yourself in that way should, should bring up some emotion. And yes, part of that emotion is going to be the reaction to your wiring saying, who do you think you are doing that? You're, you're not this. You're not going to be this. And what I really want people to know is, of course, that's going to happen. Of course, it's going to happen because you've reached the limits of your wiring. And so that's just, it's a gift. You go, okay, that I know I am this far. So now I'm going to start creating some a version of myself that goes past this, who doesn't believe that lie about I can't do this. Clearly, I can do it. People are doing extraordinary things all over the place. I just haven't done it yet. And I've been telling myself over and over all the reasons why I can't. Well, now I'm telling myself something different. Well, your ego is all tied up in that wiring. And your ego is about protecting your identity. And now you're trying to change it. So it's going to tell you with everything it's got why you can't change yourself because it's the death to that ego. But you're going to create something new, something more inspiring. But if it's not new, if, I mean, if it's not inspiring to you, then the first time it gets tricky, you're just going to go back and go, well, it was fine the way it is. I mean, sure, that'd be nice. We need it to be more than nice. You know, we want something that's dramatically different. And so the, the more emotional you can get about it, making it bigger than you, however, it's just going to allow you to take action more consistently and get that wiring in place quicker. So when the emotion of a trauma is really intense, you have to come to a place where 
the replacement emotion, that's probably bad wording, but um, is as, if not more so intense as that? Well, I don't know. I mean, that seems like a theory, but I don't know that that's necessarily the case. I mean, I don't know that we have to completely negate the other. We just create new wiring that, that just feels better to sit in, better feelings to sit in. It doesn't need to be super intense. It just feels better to sit in. So you sit in it longer and then the other, you know, the others wither on the vine. And look, by the way, there's other tools to help with this too. I mean, there are processes like emotional freedom technique. There's a process called PS Tech. All of these things are sort of tools that various types of, you know, therapists of these modalities to help the speed the rewiring process along to kind of deal with some of the emotional stuff to letting go a lot of a lot of this this sort of stuck thoughts and energy i mean however you want to phrase it some people say it's stuck energy some it's just like this it's just this program that's running it's this conversation going on in your wiring that sort of short circuit loop that some of these techniques help you break so that you can get past it because sometimes our intellect alone isn't going to do it because we're stuck in a loop and you need something from the outside to break that up, whether it's a technique that you administer on yourself or some coaching or some, somebody that gets you to, to shift how you're seeing things. So from the work you've done with people after an intense trauma, you know, the ones you mentioned, you know, deaths, divorces, heartbreak, those kind of big things. What kind of a time frame is logical for a person to, you know, that's doing the work? Um, for them to really begin to see the wiring taking hold. Yeah, I, I don't know that I could make that call because it's everything's so different. I mean, truly, the depth of response to trauma, I mean, it could go so deep. And again, the, the person themselves couldn't know, may, may not know. They may think they know all their stuff, but yet they haven't even scratched the surface. And that I definitely have seen over and over people will come and say oh i got this thing about you know, some money or whatever but it's actually so much more about you know it's deeper than money way deeper than money but they didn't even know they they couldn't even see that you know so so knowing a time frame but the here's the thing we need to get really detached from getting stuck on how long it's going to take because that our brain our egos society we've been we've learned that the quicker the better you know, we want it now. We want it now. But that's, that is a learned behavior. It's a learned response that we can come up with all the logical reasons. But we want it to happen at exactly the right pace so that it takes, so that it holds, so that it's, you know, natural. So, you know, it took decades to get where you are. Give it a little bit of time, you know, and be consistent as you can. And if you're having trouble staying consistent, then freaking get help, get coaching, get do whatever, because that is, it's, it's the kind of investment and in, look, you all, people went to school, they, they spent tens of thousands of dollars on an education, they invest, invest, in, and, and, and they've got the life they have that they're frustrated with and all this, you know, and, and hopefully the work that's kind of come out since The Secret when people are really starting to look at their thoughts and look at what they, they really want will show that, you know, they got to they gotta start doing something different. And, and they got to start by creating an idea of who they are without like it being about solving the problem. One of the biggest issues with people getting into the law of attraction was they just come into the gate, they learn about it, and they want to use the law of attraction to solve all of their problems. So all, so all of their thoughts, without them knowing and realizing it, are on their problems, on the existence of their problems. They're, bad, they're surrounding themselves with it instead of creating, because they're trying to fix this version of their life rather than create something brand new, which they also have the ability to do. 
but our brain doesn't, you know, we go, well, I'll ease into it, but it needs to make sense. I need, but if that's the old thinking, that's the thinking that got you right where you are. You need to be willing to come up with, just let go of all of that and, and think of a new way and take the time up front. I mean, truly take the time instead of saying, oh, I know about the law of attraction. Okay. I want a million dollars. I want a house. I want this car. Stop. Who do you want to be that's different than who you are now? First, determine that. And then what does that person want? Not the one, not you right now who's desperate and flailing and worried and anxious and fearful. We know what you want. You want survival and that energy is yucky and you're, gonna, you're gonna, not going to be able to make great decisions. So, so think in terms of the empowered version of you that you'd like to create. What do they want in their life? What feels good to them? What, is, what can they create in their vision that isn't about putting out fires or getting out of debt or any of the stuff that you're worried about? What, what is it that you truly want? What is that person doing? They've got all the resources they could possibly want. And then how do they think about things differently? Than, how do, would they have to think about things differently than you? So the next time you're in a situation where you suddenly feel disempowered or you're trying to argue for your limitations, you have to stop and go, would the ideal version of myself would they say any of this? Would they rationalize any of this? Would they try to explain why this limitation is true? No, they would not. They would not. And so you can't because every time you do it, every time you try to justify why something didn't work or, oh, it's just, you're, you're just solidifying that wiring and you're going to stay freaking stuck. You have to start thinking and acting and being like the person you want to create and then those thoughts will automatically change. Your vision will automatically change. Your actions will automatically change. The people that you attract into your life, the ideas that you have, the way that your creativity works, all of it changes when you think with that new mind. Some of this is really deep and takes a lot of work. Um, so I don't want to overly simplify it, but when you get to that place, where you've now created enough wiring that you are catching yourself and stopping yourself from continuing to say the things you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. um, what is a good instead of then action to take? Does that make sense? Well, I think it would depend on the, the situation. I mean, if, okay, one example is, is uh, hmm, I don't know, something, well, okay, so just something doesn't go the way you plan. I mean, it just, you, you have an idea, you think it's going to work, it's going to be great. It doesn't matter. You, you implement, you, you put it out there, and it falls short, right? Now, your old wiring may say, well, I put all this work into it. It seemed good to me. They didn't like it. I guess I'm off track. I'm, I'm just going to start over with something else or just quit, okay? Now, in that moment, when you have that feeling, you stop and go, okay, that is my old wiring in place. I put all this work and now I am justifying throwing it away because one time it didn't work. Every invention on the planet took thousands and thousands of iterations, right? And now I'm saying, well, because, oh, my email didn't get opened, I guess I should not do this, right? So the different way of thinking is whatever, the opposite of that. Okay, what didn't happen? What might I change? How can I educate myself and get better? You know, this what this thing I'm doing in the world, it works. I see other people doing it. I just need to get it right. I am willing to learn. I am willing to adjust because an empowered version of myself who knows that the vision is going to come true is going to happen. But in order for that to happen, I have to not stop. If I stop, it's not going to happen. So I take whatever comes to me and I find 
the win in it. You know, the information I can use that will help me either further define who I'm going to be, further define my vision, or determine what action I'm going to take in the moment. Sorry, I had to finish that note. Um, <laughs> um, I like that. So, yeah, wow, that's good stuff. Um, I hope the listeners got a lot out of it because I did, and, you know, hey, it's my show, so I, I should at least get a lot out of it, right? <laughs> well, it's good. It's, it's nice when the host is listening and getting something out of the conversation. It's not, yeah. it's not always the case, you know. Oh, <laughs> Yes, I know. Even as the host, I know that to be true. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, do you have some work, uh, website, whatever that it is, that a person who wants to get started and with you, uh, the place that they could start doing work with you at? Yeah, and I'm going to... Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to, it's going to seem like a derail here, but I need to tell you that one of the things that is significant about why I'm even in this part of the conversation about rewiring in, and, and really putting the importance of that and, and keeping your thinking, you know, in that way, in, in the way that you want is I read, I reread the science of getting rich by Wallace Waddles, hundred years old. You're probably very familiar with it. Your listeners probably know about it, probably have read it. If they haven't, one of the things I'm doing is just giving away the PDF of that because everyone should read it and they need to read it again and again. Here's why. I've been teaching that stuff for 20 years. I've been talking about energy. I've been talking about vibration. I've been talking about all this stuff. Then the secret came out. Now everybody's got techniques. Do it three steps, five steps, seven steps, right? That book explains it better than any of this, any, any of this other stuff. It's just exactly what to do. Now they're not talking about wiring and neuroplasticity but they are talking about what, what is going to cause that wiring to happen, and that is being clear on the vision, thinking about in terms of increase, understanding that this is your birth, all of these things that create a mindset that you want, practices and habits that you absolutely want that are gonna help you rewire. And so, you know, what I'm, what I'm doing is giving everybody another look at that book and urging them to read it again exactly as it just is written. Don't try to read anything into it. What does he mean? This was 100 years ago. Does this apply today? Yes, it all applies. Read it again and then read it again and then read it again. I finally started making it a daily practice. And every time I did, I got a new aha. Every time. And, and that all those ahas are representative of new wiring taking place. New wiring that is about unlimited possibility. And this is the type of thinking you want. So if you go to meetbobdoyle.com slash rich, you can download a PDF of it for free. If you, know, if you don't have it already, I do recommend you print it out. I do recommend you highlight it. I, I was not a highlighter. I was not a page, you know, bender of dog ear person until this book and now the pages are falling out. It's a, it's a life changer if you look at it. And then the other thing that's, that's part of that is because I also have a, a, a program where I break it down chapter by chapter with video. And so I got one of the videos in there is, is the chapter on gratitude, which is, you know, it's the superpower in all of this. And we didn't talk about it because it's, it, it borders on the woo woo, but, but the, the chapter on gratitude is, is huge. And if you were to just implement what you would hear in that chapter every day, your life would change. So I invite people to go grab that book. There's, you know, and, and, and just, it's not a it's not a difficult read, and the chapters are pretty short. You could read a chapter a day, you could spend an hour a day, or whatever. And just by doing that, I promise you, even if you've read it before, 
you will get more and more out of it every time. And when you start thinking about it in terms of how is this rewiring my brain, how is this doing me good, it, it'll be very clear why getting into the practice of, of studying this book will help you. And just to be clear, that was meetbobdoyle.com forward slash rich, R-I-C-H. That is correct. Well, definitely get the book. What is um, what is a little teeny tiny step one, even before getting the book, that a person could do right immediately after they after they listen to this episode? Well, I would just I would invite people to start noticing when they get into that upset or reaction state. Just start to try to notice what they do automatically that makes them feel not not how they'd like to feel: disappointed, worried, anxious whatever it is, just notice that you are, that wiring is happening, or that programming is happening, that it's happening on autopilot, and that you think that you've always thought that this is just out of my control. But if you can start getting into the practice of even just going, yep, it's happening. Yep, it's, I don't, I'm not asking people after this one conversation to solve it, <laughs> to necessarily to be able to go right into thinking and feeling the way they would want, but just noticing how automatic how just reactionary we are can be a big eye opener. So that would be a nice little first step. Perfect. Well, I hope everybody will go to meetbobdoyle.com forward slash rich and get the book. I just did. Um, and uh, Bob, I just really can't even begin to tell you how amazing it was to get to spend some time with you. Well, thanks, Steve. I appreciate that. It was fun. Well, I really appreciate all the insight into how our thoughts become things, how we really learn to powerfully show up in our thoughts. That's where all of our victories happen. They all happen in between our ears. They happen in our brain. It's about learning to powerfully use our mind. The strength in our thoughts, the power of our thoughts. Our thoughts are so empowering or so unempowering depending on how we you know really approach life um i always think of the the story of the two little boys and i've probably told this one before but it's such a cute story you know two little boys um one was always negative about everything it just did not matter he was always negative and the other little boy was always positive constantly always positive and um, so they took the negative boy and they stuck him in a room filled with every toy, every video game, everything that every child could ever possible want, wish, or dream for. Everything, you know, candy, food, snacks, just, you know, free sodas, all of the things that kids think that they should be allowed to have in complete abundance. Every single one of them. They put him in a room like that. They took the positive little boy and they put him in a room filled waist high with horse manure. Okay, can you get a visual on that? Um, and so they went to the room about an hour, two hours later with the little boy who, you know, had every toy, everything you could possibly imagine. And he was sitting in the middle of the room, on the floor, grumpy-faced, crying, broken toys strewn around him, unhappy because his toy had broken 
It wasn't what he wanted. It hadn't been enough even then. They went then to the room where the positive little boy was, and he was in there giddy, laughing, slinging horse manure all over onto the walls, covered from head to toe in horse manure, like he had been swimming in it. And they were afraid that maybe they had pushed this little boy and they had broken him. And they said, what are you doing? And he said, with all of this manure in here, there's got to be a pony around here somewhere. You see, it's all about how we look at our circumstance and then we empower our minds to think powerfully. Thinking powerfully is so important. In fact, it's imperative. What we think will be. Our thoughts do become things. Whatever we focus on grows. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And here's what I know about you. It's not just what I think. I'm sure of it. You are amazing. You're incredible. You have so much to offer this world. And we need every single little bit of you because you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose very specifically to be you. And the world, oh, we need you. The world needs you. I want you to know that I'm here to empower you, to empower your message, your story, to bring guests to you that'll make a difference in your world, that'll help you be able to thrive in everything you do in your life and your business. I do this because I see you. I see how magnificently, amazingly, magnanimously, wonderfully awesome you are. Look in the mirror today and tell yourself, I'm incredible. You know what, you? You're a great person. Say that right to that person in the mirror until you can actually say it with a straight face and believe it. That's what I want for you, is to see you the way that we see you and feel the embrace of the universe telling you that you're more than enough. As you live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur, until we're together again next time, I hope that you are happy, safe, warm and loved, and have a great week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. who's on a mission stand out with your brand out <laughs> check this out guys yep everything's marketing and marketing is everything your existing book can become a best-selling book or even hey like mine a number one international best-selling book in five days listen if your business isn't known by everybody it's obscurity and that's death right the same thing is true for your book if you're not happy with the way your book is performing you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling Go to yourbestsellertoday.com, schedule a talk with Steve,
believe. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.